Emotions are running high as we find out the truth about Space Kid. Watch the Flower Scouts become drug lords. And it, you alright? Yes. Okay. And experience Parents' Day at Camp Campbell on the final after show for Rooster Teeth's Camp Camp. And it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Sadness. Pure sadness. Nothing but sadness because it's Camp Camp. I'm kidding! There's a lot of comedy that we're going to be talking about right now on the Camp Camp After Show right here on After Buzz TV. We got uh, four of the five squad members because there's only four seats. We can't have all five people here. We love Patrick and we miss him. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, let's actually start at the far left. My far left. Stacey Shuttleworth. Hey guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. Megan Salinas. Hey guys, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Penguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Katie Collins. Hi, all my buddies. You can follow me all over the social media at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. And I'm Mark Budonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Budonica. We got to get to it because there's a lot of stuff. Welcome to the Camp Camp After Show. Uh, unfortunately, this is the last one of the season, but we do have a special announcement that's going to be happening closer towards the end of... Yep, closer towards the end of the episode, so make sure to stay in here. Uh, now, just to get to it, uh, we've got some camp activities to go over. Last week, or last week, last show, we talked about people sending in either their illustrations of David and Bonquisha's first date, and we had to keep it safe for work. Um, now, we had one that was submitted 47 minutes, or 30 minutes ago. I love ago. this. I uh, love it it's so really, much. It's really cute. Unfortunately, we couldn't we couldn't queue it up in time. I had the cutoff at 4 p.m., uh, um, thank you to D Jester's chessboard. Um, just you can't see it, but it's on the ABTV Camp Camp hashtag, uh, and it's David and Maquisha going rock climbing. David gave her the option of doing indoor rock climbing or singing the Camp Campbell song. Guess what one? <laughs> that boy oh, doesn't know any anything surprise. about about dates. If it's like, hey, let's sing one song, and that will be that. <laughs> What a poor dear. What a poor dear. I, I love this. He's though. quick. This is, mm-hmm. this is, yeah. I, I went, I, I'm going you right back that. to shipping them, and it makes me sad that they broke. <laughs> it can be canon in your heart. Yep. True. Most things are, especially if you're on Tumblr. We also got uh, from Camper Lindo Crimson. We got the, well. It'll it'll go up in just a moment. But we got a wonderful piece of art where it's actually Bonquisha taking David to Muffin Tops. <laughs> it, it, it's it's on the sign. We're gonna put it up in just a moment. We're sort of uh, freaking out uh, our engineer by going turbo into this segment. But if you can check it out there, thank thank you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much to Lindo Crimson uh, and everybody who submitted a uh, a camp activity for this. Uh, just because we're not going to be up to date on Camp Camp until the next time they come around doesn't mean you still can't submit. So if you listen to any of our other shows and have those various camp activities that you want to submit, please go on back because uh, we Cam Griffin see it. literally just sent theirs in. Fantastic. You want to describe it? Um, <laughs> I can't draw David and Bonquisha dating, but Nikki can. They're holding hands. <laughs> Oh, that's Look real at that! Cute. It's so that is sweet. tiny and adorable. And, yeah, it's like Nikki drew it. It's so yeah, just, just close up on it after the fact. Not don't worry. Zoom in Yeah, don't worry about that, Steve. <laughs> um, but yes, we also got. Uh, we talked about another camp activity, which was tell us about uh, show us our, our Costco. Uh, I don't know where that one ended up. I think. Caitlin responded to one of our tweets with it. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Geddes sent us a picture, uh, just a visualization of what the, the Costco thing was, and you can find that on our on our hashtag as well, ABTV Camp Camp. Thank you so much to everybody who submitted, and thank you for everybody who's joining us live. We absolutely thoroughly appreciate uh, all of the love that we get for this show and doing the show because we love talking about it. Now, for the love of God, let's talk about it. Uh, at RTX, uh, we asked a couple of people what episode... In season two of Camp Camp, are you most excited for? And a lot of them said Space Kids episode. Now, of these three episodes that we did get, Space Camp was a hoax, Cooking Cookies, and Parents' Day. What was everybody's favorite episode? I I hesitate to go straight for Parents' Day because it's like, oh, it's this, and oh, it's the finale, and mm-hmm. it's this, and that, and the other. Like, it was amazing. Flower Scouts, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I have done That's cookie great. sales. I am a... Been yeah. There. Been there. <laughs> yeah. I I like 
Parents Day wins hands down, but yeah, it's hard. Uh, it's hard not to also give it to the 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 Flower Scouts credit. Just seeing their rise to power mm. was it was an incredible. It was an incredible sight. Yep. Parent, I mean, Parents Day definitely takes the cake for me. Uh, it it kind of just hit all of the spots, but uh, man, the ridiculousness that was the Flower Scouts. Not to mention, on. it had so much buildup. <clears throat> like yes. that, and and Parents the Day, cookie they had, sale. Yeah, they yeah. had the most buildup throughout the course of the series. Or yeah, mm-hmm. of this season. I would say Space Kid for the entire series because we don't know anything about him mm-hmm. up to this point. Uh, yep, and nobody takes him seriously. Right. Uh, and, and it's it's hard to pick as well out of these three. Um, well, I want to talk about it more when we go a little bit more in depth into Cooking Cookies. But I loved the performances. I loved the humor. Store that type of a story is a little bit like on the surface for me because yeah, of course, yeah. Girl Scout cookies are drugs. Let's make that. Let's make that. Now let's make that real. Cool. But it was fun. Sure, of course it was fun. That's the thing. It was, it was fun because we had the characters. To me, anyway, um, uh, I, I loved all of the characterizations uh, and, and how far Sam has taken the Flower Scouts from season one to now, uh, where she said in and in, in I think our interview at RTX last year that she's like, oh, I'm just doing the same voice for everybody, but now. You wouldn't be able to tell. You yeah. definitely wouldn't be able oh, to tell. Oh God, I would watch her do a one-woman show. Like absolutely. I think we kind of did. <laughs> That's what that episode True. was. It was a pretty glorious episode. That was a blast. Mm. Uh, Malachroma and Chat saying of all all three of these episodes were amazing. The season's latter half was just fantastic. Can agree with that. There's the mm-hmm. whole bunch of winners here. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. So let's get started with Space Camp was a hoax. Now. It's slowly been shifting that uh, our our three lead characters, even though we've known from the very beginning, are terrible people. And uh, it's now Space Kid's Kelsey time Breeze. in the sun. Everybody wants to give Space Kid the not only the uh, the obligatory experience that he signed up for with the camp, but also they just want to help him out to live his dream of being a, sp- a space goer, despite not taking him very seriously. But even even if you take this these moments where space kid is being annoying uh how how would you react in a situation where where somebody is just so hyped up about something that maybe they they ruin a part of your day you get on with the rest of your day but i'm also an adult mm-hmm. so I, when i was 10 i probably would have planned some sort of some form of petty revenge or just pushed them yeah, yeah, when you're a kid. Uh, honestly, I can't, like, it, Space Kid is just kind of off in, uh, in his own little world most of the time. Quite literally. I, I kind of don't feel the need to, I wouldn't feel the need to disrupt that. As mm-hmm. long as it didn't actively annoy me. I, I guess the whole point of the, the beginning of this episode was showing that his passion was really annoying everybody else. Um, he tore so, half of Nikki's hair out. Like that would be a rage yeah. button for me. That's, that's fair. I have that's murdered fair. people for less. That is actively. Uh, you, in, you've murdered people. Wait, no. Pause real quick. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Y'all but, need to raise your expectations. <laughs> I expect one murder from each of you before pass the test. See, this is the <laughs> murder side of the table, and. I guess we've got. Some I, I guess we've got some catching up to do. I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll talk afterwards and we'll workshop. I guess techniques. I, I don't know. You listen to enough my favorite murder that you should have your choice of techniques by now. Yeah, we just need the teardrop. Uh... <laughs> but, Hello, darkness, my but old yeah, friend. It, I think we've all been there in like a conversation with somebody who is very passionate about something you could care less about. Mm-hmm. And the best thing to do when you're doing that is to exit that conversation um, after an appropriate amount of time so you're not mm-hmm. being super rude. But, like, there there does come to be a time where somebody does need to be taken aside and be like, mm, look, you're, you got to tone it down a couple notches just for everyone else's sake. <laughs> Give everyone a break sometimes. <laughs> Despite Nikki seemingly growing her hair back, Instantly, or question. I, I question she the validity Nikki. of the reality she, of that hair. She might have also just taken out the the one remaining ponytail and made pigtails out of that. Oh, that's true. She's very creative. Very, like very, yeah. very versatile. Hair tricks. She was a flower scout for a short amount of time. True. Like something very true. Up there. 
Yeah. Learn something from there. Uh, Now, Stacey, I want to hear from you. Uh, This brochure for Space Camp shows the ability not only to go into space, but to record it and tape it. What do you... Why do you think Cameron Campbell, of all people, the cheapskate of all cheapskates, would have put that on a legally... A, quote, legally binding document? I mean, at first I'd be like, well, maybe he thought no one would sign up for space camp, but it's space camp. Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to have kids signing up for space camp. So I really... Like, and, and what do you think, what year do you think Space Camp was instituted <laughs> to where you could probably fake something like that, that? This may be a very old brochure. Maybe <laughs> maybe they picked it up somewhere along the way and were like, look, this is a great Space Camp. We'll just send them to this without doing any research on the current camp. Mm-hmm. Here's what gets me. He's related to Neil Armstrong. Buzz Aldrin shows up as his family member. Couldn't they get him into actual space camp? You would think. You would think with <laughs> that, that kind a of pedigree. Of neglect on his parents. You would. Part. You would think with that kind of pedigree, you really could well, just here you go. Well, Megan, you bring up a very good point. Neglect on his parents' part, they don't even come to Parents' Day. It's no. just quote Uncle Buzz, and, and we don't mm-hmm. see. I, I thought it was a good choice too because we don't see Space Kid's face when he when he says that when he says oh they couldn't make it mm-hmm. because it's uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more later because it's a potential bonding moment with Max yeah. at that time so it was it was a really good decision I think to hide the actual facial expression because you don't know what emotion is being charged behind it and it could also be a situation where a lot of uh, families with a family business want to keep their kids out of that field because they know the, they know the dangers that are involved with it and this could be a situation where he was so infatuated with with his great grandfather even to the point of being named after to sort of okay that's all you get that's the family thing that you get don't and they sent him to this crappy camp maybe to dissuade him from that maybe they knew that you could never actually be sent to space and have it filmed so they're like yeah this is absolutely the choice because he will never actually get any (laughs) real space training or maybe they fall for it because nasa's actual space camp doesn't send you to space but this one will. <laughs> you know, there's an interesting line in in the Parents' Day episode that Buzz says. He says, yes, you sent me a doctored videotape. Why would it be sent to him instead of his pa- instead of Space Kid's parents? Mm-hmm. Um, Space Kid's parents might have shown the whole family. They, He's part of the family, evidently. No, no, but he said, you sent me. So, like, they must have provided his address. to be, Emergency it, contact. Yeah. Probably could be the emergency could contact. Be, but yeah. I could also be like, hey, he did it. Let's all crowd around as a family and That's watch That's kind of what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking maybe they just didn't care. And they're like, oh, send it, send it to Uncle Buzz. He'll, he understands this He'll thing. We don't, we don't really care about the whole space like thing. It skipped a couple generations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, when he was getting the questionnaire done, says his name's Neil Armstrong, knows his space trivia, like... Very, oh, very yeah. well. So was, possibly hundreds? But was was anybody suspect? Did anybody think, oh, he's just really excited? Or did anybody think this this is real? Oh, I was absolutely certain that it was real. Mm-hmm. This the, Rooster Teeth as a company is not above, hey, that's actually this. Hey, it's actually that. And then having a joke pay off way down the line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I was named for my great-grandpa. I'm like, sure, why not? I believe. And then him. when you yeah. have a tiny child who is obsessed with something... They know everything. If you ever knew that dinosaur-obsessed kid, he could tell you how many vertebra a brachiosaur had. Like, they know everything about what they care about. I was an expert on Dalmatians for a while when I was a child because I wanted one. Um, I believed him simply because the joke of there being two Neils, particularly Neil and Space Kid, Having, you know, having that same first name was a joke I knew the series couldn't pass up once they introduced the idea. Absolutely. True. Yeah, but especially with the kind of person we know Neil is. <laughs> Polychroma and says maybe his parents are in space right now. <laughs> I like Reggie. Maybe parents are, are astronauts themselves. Maybe. And currently in space. He did say they couldn't come. Maybe. They're, they're on the ISS. Yeah. They sent him to this camp because it was going to be at the same time that they're aboard the ISS. Aww. Oh, you can come meet us in space. A space picnic. Yeah. I'm, I'm into a space picnic. Uh, now, Max and the team just totally try to sabotage 
everything. And and Neil, er, I'm sorry, and uh, uh, Gwen and David are doing every everything that they can, which isn't a lot, to to try to convince uh, now Neil that this this is going to be a real experience. I don't know how they figured that this was going to work, but. We'll get something out of it. Space Kid's not hard to pull one over on. Well, it's it's kind of <laughs> funny fair. because I I think Space Kid knew that like even though he's like oh Max is just jealous that I'm gonna get to go to space I feel like at some point he knew that like it's not something the camp was actually going to be able to do because when they drag him out granted he's feeling terrible but when they're dragging him out he's like hey guys can we just play space later? But to to both of those points. Um, he, he was. He was super <laughs> Well, no, he, no, no, no. He was convinced to stare directly into the sun. <laughs> it's not our brightest boy. <laughs> My eyes hurt. Bless our boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> child. Uh, I love the gender. Human. <laughs> Race. Blood. Red. Keep <laughs> the Soviets. That's the spirit. I'm going to eat some of this cheese. You got a black desert toad. Astronaut has one S and you know it. <laughs> nerf, nerf, okay, we're, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that after we get done with, with talking about the episodes. But uh, ends up having a fever dream by eating the the, the decades old space <laughs> quote space food, Salt which is like, it's like a Homestar Runner joke the way they. <laughs> Quote space food. Um, it was basically yeah. saltine crackers, wasn't it? No, it looked like old tuna sandwiches. Oh, was it? Or like just yeah. old sandwiches Ugh. with like the okay. bread was like pink and moldy. Uh, and oh. then put them on a, a bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> and Recipe for disaster. Just seeing him wake up as as fever dream space kid <laughs> was so hopeful, so great. And then just the immediate comeback of. Lindsay uh, is cutting. Yes. so great. Happy birthday, <laughs> Lindsay Jones. Because it's her birthday. Well, the, the cutting between fantasy and reality. I, Expectations and reality. I, I love it when movies and TV shows cut between the fantasy and what's actually going on. Um, it's it's always a fun trope to sort of play around with. Uh, it's even funnier when it's a Night Quill fueled fever <laughs> right. dream. NyQuil will mess you up. Yeah, well. Camp activity. Tell us about your NyQuil fuel fever. <laughs> if you want to, sure. Please go ahead. Please don't. I want to like, hear about this. Please don't drink a bottle of NyQuil. No, no, no. no. Don't. No. Only no. previous don't experiences. Do don't don't make new ones. But if you do, try ZQuil instead. Uh, that way, you don't have to cure a fake cold that doesn't exist. But this. <laughs> It's over the counter. It's the thirteenth step. You can drink it. God bless America. Kaplan uh, small eye, big Q. What? Uh, and now I just want to listen to Dennis Larry. But uh, I'm glad you got that. Yeah. It's in my head, and I want to say it, but I can't. I know we're in, we're a restricted podcast. The Q is talking will, to me. The Q is talking to me. Well, we love you. You, you giant epic Q. Q. Uh, <laughs> no. We we got a we got a moment of zero gravity. Of sending the washing machine apparatus over to uh, Spooky Island. And just all of the things that he ends up seeing, communicating with aliens. Even the... the I think my favorite cutback to reality was seeing him like, Oh, gravity! A space rock! And then him just... <laughs> oh, just space! Reaching space. for the shell. I'll get it. He couldn't even pick it up. I'll no. get it. Oh my god! It's too bad that Jasper didn't show up. We could have had a space ghost. I hate you. New frontiers. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, although I, I'm not gonna lie, seeing him catapulted from the mainland to Spooky Island without getting killed, I was like, man. Is that what happened to Jasper? Only he wasn't as lucky. Was no, 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 no. Had Thank God for cartoon physics. No, and Indiana Jones physics. We know that if it's any sort of an appliance, you're, you're safe. Yeah. Nuclear this war, is a good point. impacts, you're Especially all set. Especially if it's a lead-lined one, you're good from any nuclear Absolutely everything. you're all set. Uh, now, this whole experience, this whole terrifying experience, just makes him love space more. Uh, dis- fever dream and all. And... Despite all of this, we're like, good, we did a good thing today. And David, who's been knocking it out of the park with all of these morals, goes, as long as everybody comes out okay, it's okay if you fib a little. Is that a good moral? moral? Uh, <laughs> you can't win them all, David, that's fine. Uh, nobody Lampshade. Re- and we found out, nobody recorded it. 
so we're just going to Photoshop the whole thing. And I didn't expect that we were going to see the crappily Photoshopped video as the credits, oh, but right. that was that was really fun. Uh, any any other thoughts on Space Camp was a hoax? What a good stinger scene. I was not expecting a stinger. Oh, I loved yeah. that. Now what? What what do you do after you achieve your dreams? Yeah. Find yeah. a new dream. Yeah. He's going to go on, on a sequel bender and, oh, and just not be, I mean. You are my new dream. <laughs> what happened? Thank you. That's where I was going. What happens on the moon stays on the moon. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> uh, next episode: Cooking Cookies. Now, uh, weird sort of for, like coming to fruition moment of the Wood Scouts popcorn sales uh, being super successful to the point where the Wood Scouts can't, or excuse me, the Flower Scouts can't sell any of their cookies. And that's how you know we live in a fantasy world because there's <laughs> <Right>. no <laughs> way, <laughs> literally no way. That's Sleepy Peak. Uh, Sleepy Peak. Is they just they don't care. one no. sweet <laughs> one that's sweet all we ever. can do. That's why they got rid of fun and not nine. This is just too <laughs> too many sweets. Actually, that that checks out. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, we don't like sweets here. Uh, now th- this whole thing. Who was your favorite flower scout throughout this entire episode? Tabby. I mean, they. It's hard to outdo Tabby. They they all had like wonderful, stunning moments. Um, I felt really bad. Was it Aaron that kept getting shot down every single time? Well, no, she she kept getting shot down and then shooting other people down. Yeah, she she kind of gave it back just okay. as she got towards mm-hmm. the end of the episode. Because I was starting to feel bad for her uh, towards the middle of the episode because mm-hmm. she just kept getting shot down. Um, but yeah, it's hard to argue with Tabby with one eye. I know Garden Leader Penelope or Garden Mother Penelope is a is a beacon oh of, of oh, influence, but you sound really stupid right now. <laughs> Garden mother has a wine headache. <laughs> for, for me, it was all about Sasha because the lowest amount of effort to get the highest reward, and the moment where and this is going way forward, where they're like they want to see you, and she just uh, <laughs> that spoke to me on a purely emotional level. I, I think my That's favorite my new ringtone. I think my favorite. <laughs> Is it really? Um, I want it to be. Was Sasha saying, do you really want to mess with these bitches? (laughs) Or do you want to buy some cookies? (laughs) Perfect. Or in Cabo? Oh, so there's a lot of story to tell in such a small period of time, but ultimately they add crystal meth to their cookies and become the new drug lords of Sleepy Peak uh, to where they become known as the Las Diablitas, which is a hell of a thing to say. Las Diablitas? Las Diablitas. <laughs> uh, how, did, how did everybody appreciate the Breaking Bad reference? That was cool. I laughed. Really on the nose. They showed the the danger, the one who knocks. He's boss. <laughs> and now can we go back and get get uh, three Girl Scouts inserted posthum- posthumously into Breaking Bad? Oh my gosh! Like in well, the show would then just be story. about them. They, yeah, that's the spinoff. The Let's I get mean, AMC to that, make a spinoff of this episode. That could be the new Better Call Saul, right? <laughs> Last of Leaktons. It's like hell on wheels, but better. Um, I, I think I really, I one of the things that makes, I, I've made the comparison with Camp Camp uh, to uh, to South Park on more than one occasion. Oh, sure. To me, this is one of the most South Parkiest in terms of feelings. Oh, like, yeah. Um, because there are lots of South Park episodes where the kids are completely oblivious to the terrible, horrible thing that they're actually doing. And so, to me, this very much felt like an episode of South Park, where mm. the the kids are just coasting, not realizing the implications of everything that they're doing. And the the whole point of them trying to sell the most is so that their particular uh, troop can win a trip to Cabo. Cabo. <laughs> uh, little do they know that Cabo is uh, in Mexico, and oh, they Mark. they're consider and they they consider Mexico a third world country. Uh, which is really shitty of them. Racist oh, little garbage awful. people. There's <laughs> rich people in Mexico? No, it's like in North Korea. They, it's just a show <laughs> when people visit, which is a hell of, hell of a reference. You're Good so on Aaron. smart. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all of this, the humor, all of the dialogue, and, and just how... I, I, I kind of wish we would have gotten a little bit more from the rest of their troop, but we don't really get see the rest of that from the Wood Scouts either. Mm-hmm. So even the fact that we just got the, the Garden Mother was a very welcome addition to this 
crazy, 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 crazy group of characters. Um, but just be in the sake of time, any other highlights from Cooking Cookies uh, before we move on to Parents' Day? I just feel like this episode was written by someone or someone was in the writer's room who was a Girl Scout and sold Girl Scout cookies because, oh, my God. They knew the hustle. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all about that hustle. <laughs> Selling Girl Scout cookies, if you're doing it outside of your little door-to-door neighborhood, is extremely structured. You can be in front of this Vons at this table, and the table has to be this big, and you can only be there for this two-hour window, and you have to leave at this point because the mm-hmm. other troop that's also in the same district is going to want to be there at exactly that time to start selling their cookies and their... Yeah. There's a reason why there are turf war comparisons, for sure. And everyone gives their sheet to their dad or their mom to bring into work to sell cookies. And I couldn't do that as a kid because my dad's a ranking military officer. And you Uh, can't ask your subordinates to buy your daughter's cookies. It doesn't work that way. It's also instilling contraband, I figure. (laughs) It's not even that. It's an abuse of Of rank. There's no way. That first... Then the other part. Uh, Ten-year-old Katie did not understand that, and ten-year-old Katie was pissed that she had to go door-to-door to get to 100 boxes to get the stuffed dolphin. Uh, AB, Ten-year-old Katie got the stuffed dolphin. ABD Crudell in chat says it was apparently Miles who wrote this one. <laughs> Maybe got a lot sense. of insight. Um, I mean, Boy Scouts probably had to do similar things. It's not nearly as insane. It's not the same. No. no. Um, I will say, I think my favorite reference in this episode actually wasn't the Breaking Bad uh, reference. I, I want to say it was Dirty Kevin. <laughs> Dirty Kevin don't sell to no kids. <laughs> Dirty Kevin, though. So here's here's the weird thing is that that uh, character was played by uh, Rocco from Mega sixty four, who has a very distinct voice, but it also reminded me of the guy who voices uh, uh, Mister Universe from Steven Universe. <laughs> a little bit of Greg. Yeah, Greg. Greg. A similar similar lisp and just a similar sort of cadence of voice, and I was like. They got him to play this kid. That's really, wow, of all people. Oh, it was Rocco. Okay, that makes sense. That was just a really weird, like, that sounds way too familiar. Someone please do- draw Greg as Dirty Kevin. Dirty, oh, dirty no! Greg. I'm really confused. No, it's no. a Dirty Greg. Dirty Greg meets old Greg. Okay. I mean, his pants are already in tatters. do <laughs> But you combine just the unkemptness of both <laughs> and with a van. How about um, you? But Greg is actually a good person. <laughs> favorite favorite moment? Oh, moment overall? Oh, God. Uh, it, it had to be when they were just completely took over the truck, without even trying. I think I the know. throne of cookies was really great. That was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> now they just barged in there like they own the place. <laughs> Last year, Blitus? Last year, Blitus. Did not expect just to see them all bit. standing there with guns. Just like. no. Also, they murdered a couple guys. <laughs> they like super nonchalantly. Just the whole, yeah. It's a part of the hustle. It is a part of the hustle. Respect the hustle. I understand. William Benson in chat says, former Boy Scout can confirm even we don't care about the popcorn. <laughs> When you see the Boy Scouts selling popcorn, like, out in front of grocery stores and stuff, you can tell they don't care. They really don't. You go from, uh, Well, learning... I think they know. They do. You go from they learning understand. how to handle a knife to selling popcorn. Yeah. It's just, just <laughs> randomly. Um, now, really quickly, before we get to our final, uh, our final episode that we want to talk about, while we have you at the edge of your seat... Uh, we have a, we've kind of, kind of a special announcement that, that we want to do, so check it out. Even though Camp Camp is ending and our after show is ending, we got some news for you. The coverage does not stop here, so we know there are a couple of, sh- there's several shows w- within the Rooster Teeth library that you want us to cover, and we've shown, expre- uh, we've expressed that we want to cover it, and there's, there's just not enough time in the day. Well, we're excited to announce that we're going to be starting a new show here called the Rooster Teeth Reviews. With us, uh, now, we are going to be utilizing the uh, the Ruby podcast feed. So if you go and subscribe to the AfterBuzz TV Ruby podcast feed, that is going to be made over into the Rooster Teeth Review show. Now, what this means is once a month, 
we are going to have a show that covers all of the Rooster Teeth uh, shows. So whether that's uh, uh, the Camp Camp shorts that come out, Ruby Chibi, Day 5, any any of this, any and all of this stuff, we're going to have an opportunity to talk about those shows that is going to be on, on the Ruby feed. Now, I know what you're saying to yourself, but what about the after shows? We ain't going anywhere. The Ruby after show is going to be starting in October, shortly after the uh, the beginning of the season. I mean, we used to go, what, two two episodes every two weeks? Yeah. yeah. That, that wasn't working for us. No, that's we not decided enough time. We're going weekly. I want more. We're going to be doing one episode of the after show per episode of Ruby, so that allows us, one, more time to talk about it, and more of an opportunity to have guests on the show. And it's not all, all not all squished together. We're not trying and we're going to... public release, correct? And we're going with public release. Mm-hmm. To, feed, to, to go along with Rooster Teeth's uh, Release policy. Release policy. Um, So that's we're going to continue to discuss all of the news in a monthly manner. So in in spring when there may not be stuff in the the period in between the summer of animation and Ruby, we are going to be having one of these Rooster Teeth review shows coming up before before the Ruby show. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at ABTV Rooster Team for the update on when that's going to be happening. So go to Apple Podcasts, go to the Ruby After Show feed, and that is going to soon transform into the Rooster Teeth review. Views uh, feed, and so that's where all of our after shows are going to go. That's where this monthly show is going to go. And check out AfterBuzzTV.com because these sort of transformations are going to be happening for all of the different types of shows. So go there for more information. Uh, if you want more information just from all of us and how we feel, follow all of us on our respective Twitters. When we gave them at the top of the show, and when we give them at the end of the show, that's Rooster Teeth reviews coming soon. Boy, are we excited about that! Yay! Because we want to talk about Ruby. Oh my gosh! We want to talk about Guys, five. Ruby once a week. Ruby, Ruby once, once a week. week. And and we also have some big plans for when the summer of animation rolls back around, but that's not until next year. So you're gonna have to stay tuned to that. So all right, Parents' Day season finale oh of Camp Camp God. season two. We have waited for weeks. Waiting for so long. That is uh. So we got to meet not everybody's parents. Not everybody's even just parents or yeah. guardians. So we get to meet Carl, Neil's dad. We get oh to meet Candy, Nikki's mom. Uh, Buzz uh. Aldrin is here for Space Kid. Preston's, yeah, no. Preston's grandma. Uh, Harrison's parents. Uh, Lieutenant Stuart Houston, uh, who is Dolph's dad. Uh, Neris's parents, Mrs. Nerfington, uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. <laughs> Never mind, I'm going to save that one. Uh, Arid's cool gay dads. That work yes. for the FBI. I love them. Oh, cool handshake. Yeah, now... That was an amazing handshake. That's I, I liked my prediction of having Jeff uh, and Griffin as Arid's parents. This worked out a lot better. Because we got a plot reason for them to be there, too. But, favorite parents. So, I, absolutely. Hands down, Arid's cool dads. <laughs> they were great. Oh, absolute best. Neris's parents. Neris's parents. Oh, oh, oh my god, she's wonderful. I will lay out that Neris probably has one of the most stable family structures of anyone at this camp, and she's a giant nerd, and Dad's a giant nerd. Mm-hmm. But we've figured out a way. Like, yes, you can absolutely pursue your passions, but also listen to your mother. And mom is the quote unquote normal person in there who still very much loves her nerdy family and very and tries. And is probably the stable linchpin in this family. Like, there's an actual, like, I'm having trouble in school? Talk to mom. I need to build a new character? Talk to dad. Like, mm-hmm. dad speaks my language, but mom's the bedrock. And this, it's just, it's so cute. The chat is in agreement. Everybody is saying Neris's parents. Oh, it's were, super effective. Pokemon, but I, I love know. you for trying. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I think maybe because we were just surrounded by so many like oh dysfunctional my God, those parents. Yeah, that they just showed even brighter. But I think even without that, they were just wonderful parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, they you know. like they, they there was just so not just love because you can definitely tell that all of the parents love their kids to varying degrees, but they seemed 
engaged. They they mm-hmm. like they cared. <laughs> they I, got their stuff figured out, and mm-hmm. they cared enough to send their child to a camp that would cater to her interests. Mm-hmm. May not be the best camp, mind you, and I feel like half the parents here are like, "Hang on, I thought that." Where but they cared the enough to be like, this is your thing. We're going to send you to a camp for your thing because you love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of my favorite things about them even more is they probably could have seen the camp for what it was. Oh, they, they everything's made out of cardboard. And like, oh, cool. That means it's That's safe. Perfect. So you're yeah. not playing with, with actual swords. You're not playing with this and that. Um, I You can find a LARP where people are playing with actual swords. That's horrifying. They got the money. Or the Ren Fair. They got the money. Uh, I loved Graham Graham. I love... That's what, like, super supportive. That's why Preston shouts at everybody. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> uh, I like the little bit of story stuff that we got, how it wasn't, uh, oh, th- this is everything, this is why everything is how it's supposed to be. It was enough to to tease a little bit more and give us some closure while asking an additional question, mm-hmm. like Harrison's parents. Help oh Harrison. my god. Holy hell. Poor Harrison. Not poor, Okay. Yes. yes, poor Harrison, but poor his parents. He made his brother disappear. Guys, guys, this is the this is the moment where we we've had this debate before. Does Harrison actually have magical powers? Iggy the Koopin chat says Harrison is now the kid from the Twilight Zone episode. It's a good did, life. Did he send his brother to the cornfield? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this Good is one point. of those things where we can kind of do it in a comedy structure. Like, oh, he may or may not have magic. It's funny. We have a negative continuity type of show. We can do that. And it's weird to step away from that and have people who are supposedly normal-ish people dealing with this child that suddenly has powers. Like, here is the real world view of this in so much as his parents kind of dress like Puritans, and I feel like there's also problems there. Mm. Yeah, they could either just think that any, like, be a way too conservative where they just think any sort of magic is the work of the devil, or he could straight up have magic powers! Well, yes. we know that he can't control it. He even said in season one, that's kind of why I'm here. When he couldn't bring the rabbit back. Yeah, yes. and, he's, yeah. and he's trying to... He he's not trying to scare his parents. He's he doesn't it doesn't seem like he wants this. He's trying to turn it into a positive. I mean, they flinch at him. and He's like, oh, we're still doing we're that. Still doing that. Oh, huh? Sad about it. Was it. Really well, sad. And I mean, because he's been surrounded by all these campers who don't do that in in his presence now. And you get back to the parents, people who are supposed to love you and like support you, and they're like, yeah. Terrified. If anything, the campers have either been impressed by what he's done. Or have been like, whatevs, no big deal. And both are preferable to fear. But they treat him like a normal kid. Like, oh, he's just doing a magic trick. Oh, whatever. Shut up, Harrison. No one cares. Or, like you said, they're impressed and they want to see his shows. And then just the butting heads with Neris. He's probably never had a relationship like that before. Yeah, in like a positive way. Yeah, as long as you don't, you know, take it to the extreme and try to murder each other. A healthy rivalry can be good for you. And it's it's just, it makes him that much more of a sad character when he's there just because he wants his brother back. Oh. He's trying to, he's trying to make anything reappear again. So that, oh, I know how to do that, and now I'll think about my brother and get him back, and then maybe my parents will love me again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. That's, That's exactly what it is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, the, it's horrifying. I don't need to cry again. Oh, God. Let's, let's, let's keep going. Um, Real Buzz Aldrin, voiced by Lauren Sontag, comes and we find out that all of the stuff that Space Kid has been spewing is absolutely true. To a Neil's <laughs> major dismay. <laughs> no, I've been here longer. No, you haven't, but I'm smarter than you. All right. No argument there. Uh, they both know Morse code. That's really impressive. Yeah. yeah. They do. Fuck off. Um, uh, what, did, what did we think of Lieutenant Stuart Houston? Uh, and when we found out more about oh Dolph. Boy. Uh, my reaction was the exact same as Campbell's. Just like, mm, this this picture is coming together. I get it. This is Maria. Here's all the pieces. I'm getting it. That's what, what? the purpose of What? <laughs> what are you taking away from this? <laughs> what got me, though, is that we never should have raised you on that, on that German base. And I'm like, yeah, but Germany doesn't celebrate Hitler. They have memorials for his victims, yeah. not monuments to the it's man. Not, it's not inherent. <laughs> but the only yeah, reason no. he said that in the first place was because he called soccer football. Yes, yes that's, that's the true. only reason why. It wasn't even because of his habits. Yeah, it's really just to explain... 
explain the accent because his dad is so American. Yeah. <laughs> dad needs to change. Why couldn't you be into something manly like guns? <laughs> oh my God, Dad! Can you not? He's an artist. <laughs> he has some problems that probably need to be talked about in terms of influence. But he is an artist. Be and that's careful okay. with that wave, Dolph. Just <laughs> Dolph. Good morning, Mr. Hey. Uh, <laughs> we, we meet Mrs. Nerfington. Uh, I loved her. Who's a delight. And we <laughs> find out that Nerf, and it was, it's still a kind of a healthy relationship. Nerf still isn't, he doesn't revert. He's trying to deal with what he learned and help his mom out. I wish I'd known that before I went to prison. And she's super receptive to it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Great. because she loves and listens to him, which is why he's so self-aware about his situation is because mm. his mom genuinely loves him for all of her problems. Mm. Well, and we, his mom might be self-aware about her situation as well, but just because you know it's a thing doesn't necessarily mean you can get out of it. And we find out his real name is Gaylord, which is why I figure he called, he has people call him Nerf. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and they didn't make a big deal out of it. Oh, that no. was the name, and it was still said very adoringly. And he he wasn't like, eh, bah, people call me Nerf here. It was just like, oh, my mom I think mom he's just happy me. to spend time with exactly. his mom. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we meet uh, so- Socrates, uh, uh, and we find out that Candy's a little bit of a gold digger. Who is Neil's bit? dad? Uh, uh, Voiced by? No. Who is he teaching? Because oh. they imply, oh, you're a professor. Do you have tenure? I'm like, I remember being a freshman in college. If I'd been in a philosophy course and someone had whipped out Socrates, I would have been like, all right, so is that a drop period over yet? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Out of that. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> like, that's philosophy for small children. That's not philosophy for college freshmen, even though they can occasionally be similar. It was the worst <laughs> dad joke I've ever heard. <laughs> that wasn't even a dad joke. That was just terrible. No, I, 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 Carl is the ultimate dad joke. Yeah. He's just a joke of a dad. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, look, we're twins. That's oh, the lamest thing you could it's do. It's the worst. Uh, also, it's like, I know, I know that voice. Why do I know that voice? Because it's Homestar Runner. It's, <laughs> it's Matt Chapman from Homestar Are Runner. Are you kidding? Not That's kidding amazing. at all. That is the voice of Carl. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. makes so much sense. We're, we're super low on time. Um... I, one of the things that I want to bring up about this episode is while it is Parents' Day and it is all about uh, the parents and their kids' relationships, I think this is Cameron Campbell's episode. This is all about him and we, him about the Russians and him trying to save the day. He is the, the person that can't win, and that's why his situation keeps getting funnier and funnier. But aside from that... I'll be back! Yeah, Window in, jump. Oh included in this is the arrival of Mr. and Mrs. Farts. Like, we, we shred into another camp. We completely understand. <laughs> Which really sucks. Really sucks. Um, but it's the ongoing investigation from the FBI. While we're waiting for Max's parents to show up, which he keeps implying that they won't, David and Gwen end up becoming his parents, and we get this adorable thing where Max is trying to show how much of a shitty idea this is, but things keep coming up for everybody else, but yeah. not for him. Well, and his, we find out that his camp activity is nothing. His parents literally dropped him off there just to get rid of him. And I feel like we're his parents, you know, we see them send him a gift, although it's basically the same hoodie he's wearing. So, you know, so much thought went into that. Mm-hmm. It's not... Negl- it's, it's Which means possibly... when they bought his current outfit, they probably literally grabbed the first thing off the rack. Yeah. Mm. A blank it's... blue hoodie. This, I feel like, is going into emotional neglect. Yeah. Like, they definitely provide for him, but they don't care enough to show up or even be like, what do you like? We'll sign you up for a camp you like. It's just, here is fill-in-the-blank camp. Go. No wonder he hates everything. Kids go to camp, right? You go. Yeah, do they even know what he would like to go to camp for? Mm. I mean... How many kids are in the family? They'll figure something out. Mm -hmm. Well, how many kids are in this family? (laughs) Because I feel like if there's ten kids, then okay, we're dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. But if the, if he's an only child and this is how he gets treated, and he's old enough to understand what's going on, well, yeah, he makes like, it it's very horrifying. clear that he, you know, he's aware of his situation. He knows why he's acting the way he's acting. 
And then Parents' Day is just rubbing it in his and, face. Yeah, and it, it so perfectly explains his behavior entirely. Everything leading up to this episode is 100% explained by his parents not showing up. And I'm really glad that they didn't go with the, my parents are not showing up, and then they show up. I'm really yeah. glad well, they, they, they teased it, they teased it with, yeah. the, with the Farts, with the farts family showing up. I am so glad that they didn't because that was so emotionally powerful. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great choice. They and it made shut- it yeah. straight up made me cry. They oh, needed yeah. that shutdown to happen. Uh just, so for the sake of time we're gonna have to rush through. Um they're doing this performance, learning what trying to find out what everybody had learned and the last performance is uh Max, David and Gwen. But they end up Splitting, Cameron ends up getting taken away by the FBI. Is blaming uh, Davy for everything. Vowing revenge. Uh, we did Help just me back. just to skip over it. Uh, Candy and Neil get caught boning. Uh, sorry, not Neil. That's disgusting. And uh, Carl uh, and, and Candy and Carl end up boning. You want to get yourself checked for quarter sister? Great callback. Wonderful. That took me a second. I was like, oh, that's right. It's an STD. Yeah. Um, <laughs> STI, whatever you want to call it. But um, so we get. Uh, this wonderful moment at the Sleepy Peak Pizzeria where, yeah, this is, yeah, you're right. This is stupid. I want you to be able to have fun. Let's have pizza and just try to enjoy ourselves a little bit. Well, and in terms of David coming up with the good morals this season, like last season finale, it was we try to see the best in things even when it's difficult. And this season finale is you can't look at something that's horrible and then just act like it's and fine. That doesn't okay. help right. anyone. Yeah. And imagine how important that was for Max, who's constantly being told, no, just put a smile on it. It'll be fine. You'll be happy. You'll be happy. Have to some be, enthusiasm. Right. Participate. To be told that you're allowed to be mad about this, that it's okay to feel the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a kid, that's that's something yeah. huge. Yeah, having your feelings valid validated um Mm -hmm. is great and not only that he's like you you like it's okay for you to be upset but i hope one day you can find happiness because you deserve to be happy even if you don't find it today and it's just like yeah malachroma put the quote in the chat you have every right to be angry but you deserve to be happy yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. shut up it's fine (laughs) well i hear die don't mind me don't mind me i i will say I did get a little bit more emotional during last season's finale. It was... Because there was one story, one central theme, one central everything, whereas this, Mm -hmm. they fit in all of the parents and the comedy of of Cameron Campbell slowly losing his mind, and then they put a couple of of bits of emotional. Works really well, and I still really enjoy the show. And the moment where Max does a turbo hug... Yeah. That's like... I, I... He's gotta once, go fast. Once it hit YouTube, <laughs> no. I, no I took the video into my, my editing software and I slowed it down and watched it frame by frame. Aww. And then I cried. That's not true. <laughs> uh, but don't you tell anybody idea. about this. So I with, will murder you. With oh. what little time we have left, uh, what is what the hell is season three going to be? Uh, uh, the Revenge David, of Cameron Campbell. No. David doing oh, his best to keep Camp uh, to keep Camp Campbell afloat. Maybe he won't call it Camp Campbell anymore. Maybe it will just straight up be Camp Camp. Uh, but, like, I think it's going to be him bending over backwards trying to keep the camp afloat. Mm-hmm. Especially because now you have a bunch of angry parents who know that the camp is garbage. <laughs> but also, hopefully, they're realizing that their kids are actually benefiting from being here. So hopefully, maybe, you know, in a, in a kind of twisted way, this has helped ensure that the parents won't be like, I'm pulling my kid well, right now. like, this was garbage, but our kids actually are benefiting from being mm-hmm. with these other kids. Maybe they should all stick together. I'd say, for except for Harrison, summer. but I feel like Harrison's parents just want him away. They yeah. take him so, back anyway. No, that's <laughs> really sad. They need to send him to the Xavier Institute. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Somebody pointed it out in chat. I'm sorry, uh, I, I forgot who, and this was moving so fast that... Oh, no, it was uh, Danger Dave said, so Harrison's an alchemist? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Neil was the alchemist in their little RPG group. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I definitely think it's going to be something of they have to save Camp Campbell, and it's Max having to come to terms with what this camp is for him. Mm -hmm. And and we've had all of our moments of getting to know our characters and the stakes of everything but now it's really does he really want Cam Cam to go away 
And I think we're going to see a little bit more of uh, Max's and David's relationship develop because that has been one of the through lines through both Mm -hmm. of these seasons, even starting with the season premiere where Max kind of goes, okay, I know David well enough to know that if I do this, it'll be a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So since, unfortunately, we are out of time for this season finale, uh, everybody uh, let folks know what you're working on, what you've been recently working on, whatever. Promote what you want to promote. And let let me know, let the folks at home know what you want to see in one of the bonus episodes that we're going to be getting later this year, starting with Stacey. Oh, boy. All right. I'm Stacey Shuttles. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. Right now I'm working, I'm getting back into the cosplay world. No solid news yet, but I'll uh, keep my... Twitter updated. Uh, let's see. For what I want to see, a, a silly holiday episode would be fun. Mm-hmm. Christmas it's, in July. Damn it. Why not? I have to change my idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, you had it written down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's fine. Um, I, don't care. I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a non-denominational Christmas celebration in in the summertime. My name is Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. I write articles for the Movie Chick. I do videos for a YouTube channel called Silver Screams, um, and I do the voice of Margot Lane on the Shadow Radio Recreation. So go check that out. Um, and what I would like to see: Summerween episode, Pull nice. Gravity Falls, yeah. Summerween yes. episode. Very nice. I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me all over the social medias and on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We've got a couple of shows that are still going on. Robots in Disguise, man. Tuesday nights. Um, I am currently playing Hustle Cat on my Twitch stream, which is Baby's First Dating Sim. And let me tell you, it has been a trip and a half. Also, the YouTube channel, if you want to see Megan and I react to these Camp Camp episodes, the YouTube channel is where that lives. I am also the other host on Silver Screams, and I am on Geek and Sundry's Gather Your Party, Friday nights, 9.30 p.m., twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. It's all super fun. You should all do the thing. Missed you last week. It was a really weird one. I was ill. Oh, never mind. I was not doing well last week, you guys. That's also why there haven't been any streams, but I'm doing better. Uh, and I'm Mark Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Donica. I want to see the missing episode in Cooking Cookies that uh, our, our main three team, or our main four, I should say, crash into the, the den at the end of the episode. What happened? Why are they wearing those crazy hats? Hopefully we see that. We know they're recording them. I forgot uh, to say what I wanted. Go ahead, say what you want. The return of Daniel. Oh! Yes! And you can also uh, find me. Uh, I did an episode of Ready to Ramble on Hyper RPG last night. It's a wrestle talk show. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, yeah, we got a whole bunch of wrestling content here. Also, if you like gaming, Inventory Full is on the Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, Stacey and I are a part of that. It's a lot of fun. As well as Patrick, our, our fifth member. Uh, and the last thing, make sure to go to the Ruby uh, the Ruby iTunes feed. Subscribe to that. That's where Rooster Teeth Reviews is going to be going. And we're going to be having more announcements on that. On our group Twitter page, ABTV Rooster Team, follow us all there. Thank you so much to all of the campers that set in camp activities. And remember, if you listen to this after the fact, we still want to see them. Don't let that ABTV camp camp hashtag die. Go keep using it. Thank you for coming, and we'll see you next year. Camp ADM. Camp ADM. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Camp The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.